that's the topic for the evening welcome to the call in yep Praise God. Say hallelujah. Are you alive? Good worship. Yeah? Amen. Uh, please stand sisters and brothers. <clears throat> Lord, we want to thank you once again for this beautiful day. Thank you that you truly give us the gift of life. That we can come this evening and truly worship you in spirit and in truth. Oh Lord, we just pray as you anoint this time. Come, Lord, capture our hearts. Capture our hearts. Take control of our minds, of our bodies, so that, Lord, we can worship you and we can listen to your word attentively, Lord. Oh, Lord, as we turn to you this, uh, this evening, we pray, Lord, you will speak your word into each one of our hearts. Lord, we know your name is above every other name. You have no rival. You have no equal. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Praise God. So we took uh, <coughs> very appropriate songs to the teaching. Uh, let's uh, get into the teaching. My dear sisters and brothers, uh, we want to explore this. We want to explore why do you think the name of Jesus is above every other name. There must be a reason. I know you will say yes. But there must be a reason, right? Why is the name of Jesus called name above all names, no rival, no equal? Why is it? What is the power in the name of Jesus? Yeah? So that's what you want to discover. Yeah? The name of Jesus above all names. You see, my sisters and brothers, a name has a significant importance in the life of a person. Correct, no? You must go home and try to discover the meaning of your name. I hope you get a good meaning. I don't know what all our parents called us, no, those days. At least now we search through Google, get an appropriate name, but we don't live according to it. That's another problem. Yeah? But every name has some significance, am I right? So, same way in the name of Jesus, there is this significance. God 
the angel came and told Mary, you will call his name Jesus because Jesus meant he's going to do something. There was a meaning, an importance, his character, his mission, his vision. Everything came out in the name of Jesus. And that's what we want to discover today. Yeah? So, you see, we know this, right? The name of Jesus was given by the revelation of an angel. Matthew 1, 21. She, that is Mary, will give birth to a son and you will give him a name, Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. So if you read this particular scripture, you get certain things. You will find that the name of Jesus means something. The mission of Jesus, you see, it says he will save his people from their sins. Very clear. So when the angel told Mary, you'll call his name Jesus. So Jesus came, we all know, as a savior to mankind. To save you and to save me from what? It's the question. Why is Jesus' name so powerful? Why is Jesus' name demons tremble? Why? Why in the name of Jesus, if we lay hands on people, they are recovered? Why? Why in the name of Jesus, if you tell Satan to go, he will go? Why? What is the power behind the name of Jesus? So here is it. The power behind the name of Jesus is he will save his people. The name of Jesus means he saves you and me. So he will do everything to protect us, to save us, to free us. That is the character of Jesus. That is the character of Jesus. So, in the name of Jesus, you see, uh, we are saying the, the nature, the character, all comes out in that scripture. Okay? So you look at the scripture. In Philippians 2, 9 to 11, one of the beautiful passages, uh, St. Paul discovered the power of Jesus, the name of Jesus. He says, therefore God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name that is above every name. There is no name that is equal to Jesus, right? We know that. So what does it mean? It means to say that you and I must take that name more often in our lives. More often. Because there is no other name. Yeah? And look what he says here. That the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So St. Paul is saying, the name Jesus, everyone will bow. Uh, uh, he says, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth, under the earth. Every tongue will confess he is Lord. Amen? Say hallelujah. That's why God gave us the Holy Spirit. Because only through the Holy Spirit. Correct, no? You and I can say Jesus is Lord. Amen? Yeah, nobody else. Only through the power of the Holy Spirit, you and I can say Jesus is Lord. So that means God's Spirit indwells you. But we are, you and I must make sure that the name of Jesus is so powerful, we experience it in our lives. We call on his name in crisis because the word of God says so clearly Jesus is a savior. Jesus saves. Whenever in a crisis, in a difficulty, yeah, in illness, in trouble, then first name must come to you and to me is Jesus. Correct, no? Not lawyer. Not doctor. 
not this priest. The name of Jesus. If you and I call on the name of Jesus, you know, Romans 10, verse 13. What does it say? Romans 10, verse 13 says, Whoever, whoever, that means what? Anyone, right? Whoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen? Hallelujah. We are going through a dry patch spiritually. Call on the name of Jesus. Yeah? Because whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that is important for us. That's why the name of Jesus, when you take the name of Jesus, comes what? Life into you. The life of God will flow into you. If you keep saying every day, the life of Christ, uh, uh, the life of Christ is in me, for example. The life of Christ is in me. What will happen to your life? The life of God is in you. And that is important in our life. Remember this uh, passage that has gone through a lot of, uh, John 14 verse 6, you know, uh, many people uh, disagree. Why? Because it says this. Jesus said, or answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. A lot of people disagree with it. Is there no other way, they say. But Jesus said no other way. Is there no other truth? There is no other truth. Who said this? Jesus. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So it's important for us to understand when we say Jesus, we are saying, Lord, you are the way to life. There is no other way. Sometimes we try to get other ways. We are so used to saying this expression, no? All roads lead to Rome. Try it out. See where you land. Lingraj Puram, beyond that you won't go. Correct, no? All crazy systems. So we are so, all religions lead to God. Who told you? You don't know your religion. Hello? You don't know your religion. You don't know the word of God. Don't appear to be, you know, you're all compassing. You love everybody. Yeah, yeah, love everybody. But don't make foolish statements. He said, I am the way. There is no other way. We know this, right? In the Acts of the Apostles, the Christians were called followers of the way. Way. Because Jesus showed a way. That's why they were called the followers of the way. Jesus showed what way? Jesus showed the way to the Father. Nobody else did it. No one else did it. That's why Jesus told Philip in John 14, if you read, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So when you follow Jesus, you follow the path of Jesus, you follow the way of Jesus, you will discover the Father too. And the Holy Spirit, of course. He is that way. There is no other way. You don't have to search for another way. No. God has revealed the way to you and to me through Christ. Amen. And he says, you know, uh, I am the truth. How many people in this world search for truth? Including Catholics. They're still searching and they're searching. And Jesus is saying, I am truth. Where, Lord? Hmm. Yeah. They're still searching for the truth. 
when god is saying i am the truth if you discover jesus if you encounter jesus if you have a relationship with jesus you know the truth and the truth will set you free correct no what will set you and me free only the name of jesus yeah and then he says i am life what a nice word isn't it he didn't say i am the way the truth and light ha ha nice word he didn't say that he said i am life why only jesus can bring life to you and to me what life physical life and spiritual life correct no you agree with me the song we sang you see one of the songs we sang is from scripture it is psalm 118 verse 17 i will not die and live i will not die i will live and declare the works of god amen say hallelujah i will not die that is the word of god so life will come into your system when you connect with jesus because jesus said i am the way i am the truth i am the life and now jesus makes this statement if it ended there there was no problem he makes one more statement no one comes to the father except through me that means what only through me yeah and some you know there is a lot of uh, confusion but it, there is no confusion actually people who don't understand it are confused and they confuse others also they must read you see there is a encyclical written by pope john paul ii it is called redemptorius missio yeah redemptorius missio in the net you will get it redemptorius missio chapter 2 you know what pope john paul is saying jesus is the only savior to the world chapter 2 clear it is peep when it comes down hmm, problem starts up all there's no problem no correct no up how peaceful ba we are also waiting to go up right down only problem all makta junk all twist and turn facts and truths but this is the jesus he says no one comes to the father except through me and that's why you see saint paul picked up some things like this he didn't live at the time of jesus but he picked it up he says in 1 timothy 2:5 there is only one god one mediator who can reconcile you to god and humanity the man jesus christ only one man mediator nice word no mediator he comes in between you're looking for the father you're looking for god it's only through jesus you will find him you cannot find him through any other way there is only one mediator between god and man and that's why luke wrote this beautiful scripture in acts chapter 4 verse 12 there is salvation in no one else god has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved amen say hallelujah shall we all read it loudly what a scripture come on there is memorize it there is no other name there is salvation no one else you can believe who you want but there is no salvation there is salvation in no one else god has given no other name no other name under heaven by which man must be saved so why is jesus name 
above every other name because Jesus brings victory in four areas of our life. Why is he called name above all names? There must be a reason, right? Yeah? So Jesus is called the name above all names because of these four areas. Number one, because of victory over sin. Nobody can save you from sin. Correct, no? Whatever people may say. People may say, follow me, you will be saved. Bless you. You and the leader will go into the same hole. Yeah, but there are people so blind, really, and they follow. Crazy fellows. Yeah, don't be, don't be crazy. You know, that's why I tell always, wherever I go, whichever retreat I preach today in India, I tell people, follow the message, not the messenger. Follow the message. Why are you following the messenger? Do you know he needs the savior, whoever that fellow is? Follow the message. Message is important. What will save you? The message, not the messenger. Not the messenger. The message is important. So follow the message. You see, Jesus came to bring victory over sin. Romans 3.23. Everyone has sinned and we fall short of God's glorious standards. Every single man and woman, there is sin. Nobody can save you. Nobody. The law cannot save you. You know that? Did it right? Yeah, to implement ten commandments? Bless you. By second only, you would have failed. No, first only, you tucked. And then if you go down after five, God bless you. Dangerous commandments. Yeah? You see, everyone has sinned. Everyone has sinned. Nobody. You see, the minute, the minute one says, I am a sinner, that means you need someone to save you. That's why it's good, you know. Only a sinner will appreciate a savior. If you're self-righteous, self-righteous, you don't need a savior. You think you are the savior. And that's the mistake. So it's important to know, all have sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Therefore, we need a savior. Jesus means savior. In Luke 19.10, Jesus said, the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. The mission of Christ. What is the mission of Jesus? To save the lost, to seek the lost. If you're lost, he will find you. If you think you're found, bless you. Yeah. If you're lost, he will find you. That's the, that's the, that's the, the mission of Jesus. He comes to save us. Everyone has sinned. We fall short of the glory of God. You see, I love this scripture. 2 Corinthians 5.21 is one of my favorite scriptures. See what it says. It needs no ex explanation. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Wow. What an amazing scripture, no? The message of salvation is in the scripture, no? So beautifully, Paul has just put it up. He says, for God made Christ, who never sinned. Only a sinless person can sin, can save a savior, right? Can save a sinner, right? Yeah. He says, who has never sinned to be an offering for our sin. That's why we use the word substitute. Have you heard of the word substitute? What a beautiful word. Jesus became our substitute. Does substitute need explanation, sir? No. In place of me, he died. Yeah? So that we could be, be right with God through Christ. 
That's why you and I are privileged people. More privileged than the people in the Old Testament. Because today, we live in the time of Jesus. In the time of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus came and reconciled us to the Father. Gave us this righteous living. Away to the Father. He, that's, that's so beautiful. In the Old Testament, they are looking for a Savior. Waiting for a Savior. All their lives. Moses... When you go to heaven, yeah, look for him, Moses. Tell Moses, I lived in the New Testament, Moses. Wow, he'll kiss your ring. Why? Because Christ came for you. In Old Testament, he's waiting. He's waiting, but he didn't see the Savior. In the New Testament, we are privileged. God so loved the world. He gave his son. He gave his son. And that is important in our lives. So Romans says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So whatever may be our issue, situation in life, yeah, uh, whatever may, call on the name of God. The Bible says very easily, very clearly, everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. Okay, so Romans 10 verse 9. What a beautiful scripture, right? Look at this, it says, if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? From your sinful condition. God will save you and me the more you and I declare Jesus. Point number two. Yeah, why is Jesus the name above every other name? One is because of victory over sin. Point number two is because of victory over sickness. Sickness, sickness. Yeah? You know, in Mark 16, verse 18, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, talking about disciples, you and me, they will place their hands on the sick people and they will get well. Remember? So God has given us this power. What is this power? To pray for people. We can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So when you go home, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. We don't lay hands on the sick, right? We are too familiar about laying hands on ourselves. But you must lay hands on the sick, whoever it is. And doesn't matter how long it takes. Don't look for instant results. Not every person gets instantaneously healed. John chapter 9, the, the boy who was born blind, was not healed instantaneously. It, it was a process. Persistence pays off. Never. It's a battle, right? It's important for you to keep on praying. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. That's why in the previous verse, Mark 16 verse 17, Jesus is saying, in my name. That's important. We don't lay hands just like that, right? We lay hands on people and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Am I right? Power. See, Whose name? Name of Jesus. Go home and place your hand on somebody who is not well at home and say, in the name of Jimmy, be healed. Try. See what will happen. He will not move an inch. Correct, no? No power. Only one name there is power. That's why there is power in the name of Jesus. If you can lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Why? In the name of Jesus. 
There is power when you lay hands in the name of Jesus. You know, very familiar, right? Acts chapter 3 verse 6, Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you. I will give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's the power there. That's why Jesus' name is called name above all names. You know, uh, just a few uh, stories here very quickly. Lime juice and all that stuff. Okay, just cut, cut all this. Huh? No, no, it's okay. I don't think. Don't worry. Thank you. Okay. You see. The name of Jesus is above all names, right? Because of this victory over sickness. Correct, no? Why people, why people go to retreat centers? Why people sit before the blessed sacrament? Why people come to the Eucharist? Because we also want healing, am I right? Yeah. Who doesn't want healing? Healing in different forms. Not necessarily physical. It can be spiritual. It can be mental. It can be emotional. Am I right? Correct, no? Yeah. That's why I, I, I remember I'd gone to Mysore. Bro, don't worry. Thank you. Thanks. <coughs> you know, <coughs> I had gone to, uh, don't worry, don't, 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 don't worry. Uh. You know, I went to Mysore. I wanted to visit two of my aunties and uh, I have not seen them for 20 years. Yeah, because Mysore for me is like Canada. Mm. But anyway, the Lord, you know, you see, this is a beautiful part of uh, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, right? One day the Holy Spirit told me, you must go and see your two aunties. Both are not well. Both need prayer. And the Holy Spirit told me, what a nice guy you are. You pray for the whole world, except your two aunties. Go. So I went. I took a friend of mine, and we drew to Mysore. And they were, you know, so excited to see me. Because they, one is uh, uh, almost getting a little blind. One cannot walk much. And so when I went there, they were really, really happy, you know. Anyway, so we, I prayed with one family, had lunch. Then I went to another family, prayed for this family. And I noticed this boy in the home is 10 years old. And he's limping. He, his left leg is short. So I asked his mother, is it short? She said, yes, it's short. So I said, hey, I want to pray for him. So we put him on a chair, and I prayed for him. A simple prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command your leg to grow. And it grew. And he walked normally, finished. Say hallelujah. Praise God. In the name of? Wow, that's power. That is the power of Jesus. Nothing else will happen in anybody else's name, yeah? Uh, I remember <coughs> this lady, you know, she had something called a skin allergy. 
Yeah, six months, seven months, skin, skin allergy, went to all the doctors, gave ointment, uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened. And then she came to one of the walking in victory programs. She heard the two truth, how to command your body, how to pray in tongues. First time she received the gift of tongues there and she started praying for her body. In six months time, she writes a message on WhatsApp to us saying, uh, God has given me a new skin. Completely healed. Say hallelujah. Amazing, isn't it? See, what I'm trying to say here is, the name of Jesus. Yeah, here is this guy. I was in Shillong last year, preaching in Shillong. There was this, this major, Anthony. So wherever I go now, I give a talk on gift of tongues. Yeah. yeah. So make people pray. How else to pray? Yeah, make people pray and to command. So he wrote a testimony to me recently saying he had a kidney stone. Doctor said, you have to do surgery. He remembered the teaching. You know what he said? I prayed. He said, I prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. I command the stone in my kidney to dissolve. Prayed in tongues. Went for another scan. Disappeared. Say hallelujah. The name of Jesus. There is this power in the name of Jesus. No? Amazing power in the name of Jesus. I remember I was in Mumbai last year. Preaching a youth retreat to 200 youth there. And I told them this story. When you go home, lay hands. You don't have to have great faith. We think we are not worthy. Uh, you will never be worthy. You know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll never be worthy. When will you get worthy? When you go there only. It's too late that time to pray. Looking down on creation. What can you do? You'll never be worthy. I'm a sinner. Who? Yes. Do only saints... Pray and get healed. I'm talking about saints means sinless. No. That's why Jesus came. We can use his name to, 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 to bring the power into somebody's body. The name of Jesus. So I told him, this is an LSS. You know what an LSS is? Initiation retreat, right? I, <coughs> I told, told these people, hey, when you go home, pray over somebody. Somebody is not well at home, pray. How will your faith grow? How will your faith grow? Pray for people. Correct, no? Expect something God to do. He will do it for you. So this boy went home. His grandmother uh, had an infected toe. This immediately after the retreat, Sunday evening. He said, I want to pray for my grandmother. Let me see what Brother Colin said is true or not. <laughs> yeah? So he put his hand on his grandmother gingerly on the toe. And said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. That's all he said. Got healed. Complete toe got healed. He said, brother, I'm shocked. I said, yeah, that's the problem with Catholics. When you don't use too much of his name, you get surprised, no? And you get shocked. Then somebody has to pray for you to come out of a shock. In the name of Jesus, get out of the shock. Yeah. I'm telling, we have, you know, brothers and sisters, we are privileged people. We know the name of Jesus so powerful. Use it more. Every day use it more. Yeah, make Jesus your first resort, not your last resort. First go to him. Pray to him. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll, you'll experience miracles, healings because of the name of Jesus. Correct? Okay. So, point number three quickly. 
Why is Jesus' name above every other name? Because he brought us victory over death. And some of the songs we sang today states that. He brought what? Victory over death. Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death. What kind of death? Spiritual death. Am I right? Spiritually. What does sin do? We have heard a lot about sin, right? What does sin do? Sin separates us from God. And not only separates us from God, if you don't repent, there will be something called eternal damnation. Eternal damnation. You'll be separated for life. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So Jesus came to bridge that separation through the cross. If I had a board and I gave you this illustration, just imagine God is here, man is here. God is here, man is here. In between, there is sin. Man cannot reach God. Whatever you may do, by good works, you know. By praying, no. By crawling on the floor, no. Do what you want. Because Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, 9 says, by faith, by grace and by faith, you have been saved, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is not my good life will merit salvation. No, not my good works. It's not my charity. No, it says here, the gift is the free gift of God. Amen? Free. So what should you do every morning when you get up? Thank him for it. Have a little time of praise in the morning and say, Lord, thank you. Free gift. I, dis I don't even deserve it. But you give it to me. And that is the gift of God. That's why I'm saying, <clears throat> in all other religions, man is trying to reach God. He cannot because of sin. In Christian life, in Christianity, God reached down to man. Amen? Miracle. 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Oh death, where is your victory? Oh death, where is your sting? Because of the resurrection of Jesus. He conquered death. Jesus conquered death. And that's why you and I today can believe in the resurrection. That's why he told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. You believe it? Yeah. Resurrection. That is the power in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thank God. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For all who call on the name of Jesus. John 3.16. I love it. For God so loved the world so much, he gave his one and only son, who, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Simple, isn't it? In Christian life, it is very easy to get eternal life. What must you do? Believe. But verse 18 is terrifying. We love John 3.16. Beyond that we don't see. You know there are other verses also? You know what John 3.18 says? Look at it. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in Jesus. But anyone who does not believe in Jesus has already been judged 
for not believing in God's one and only son. Finish, close. These are not my words. There is judgment. When believe means not, oh, we know Jesus, we'll all be saved. This is sometimes we think, no? We know Jesus. No, no. Someone said so beautifully. The word believe is made up of two words. Be and live. Be, to believe in Jesus means to be like Jesus and to live like Jesus. Then you become a disciple. Just believe, ah, believe. Uh, you know, uh, Jesus, that is not believe. That is not believe. Believe means to be like him and to live like him. And Jesus is saying, but anyone who does not believe, who does not be like me and live like me, has already been judged. And therefore, we who come for a meeting must ensure we strive to be like him and to live like him. Amen? Say hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Because we will be judged more severely because we heard it and we did nothing. Raising the dead is another sign, isn't it, of victory over death. Correct? And in the uh, many instances are there. Lazarus in John 11, Jairus' daughter, many, many cases. You know, Paul, when he was preaching, a man fell down. Remember? I don't know if you remember that. That happens only at night vigils. Fell down. Paul was preaching. That's why you, we say, don't sleep. When somebody's preaching, it's dangerous. This guy was sleeping. He fell down. But Paul was so good. Raised the guy. Raised him up. That's the power in the name of Jesus. Peter, Tabitha, remember? Jesus healed uh, Peter's mother-in-law, you know? Amen. You have mother-in-law problem? Invite Jesus. Call on his name. Jesus, you are the only savior to my mother-in-law. Hallelujah. Correct, no? Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. Amazing story, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why there is this joke that goes around saying, um, Peter denied Jesus because, because uh, he, Jesus healed his mother-in-law. <sighs> that's not true. I mean, it's a joke that goes around. Yeah. Last point. Yeah. No, no. no, no. Yeah. No, sorry. No. Third point. Yeah. Victory over death. This is the commission you and I have. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Heal the sick. Who is Jesus saying this to? It's you and me. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Yeah. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Heal the sick. Set the captives free. Yeah. That is the mission of everyone who, who, is, who believes in Jesus. Everyone who believes in Jesus, this is the mission. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. And there is more actually. Other, other places it says, preach the kingdom of God. Everyone who believes in Jesus must do this. Yeah. Last point very quickly is, why is the name of Jesus, name above all names? Because of victory over Satan. And we sang some songs today. Yeah. In... Uh, 1 John chapter 3 verse 8. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah. 
one of the reason why jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil you are frightened you feel somebody has done something hmm? two lives they put in your compound two lives and don't get bound by two lives it's all about your faith in christ whoever shall call on the name of the lord will be saved take the name of jesus 1 john 4 verse 4 right 1 john chapter 4 verse 4 say what greater is he <coughs> greater is he that is in you who's in you holy spirit the power of god the life of god greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world who's in the world satan you can defeat anybody amen that's why jesus came others will be slaves right james chapter 4 verse 7 says james chapter 4 verse 7 says submit to god look at that beautiful way submit to god resist the devil he'll flee from you devil not the people in the home Hmm? Hmm. Satan, people at home, very difficult. Yeah. So victory over. You see, Jesus' name is called name above all names because victory came to he came to destroy Satan, and by destroying Satan, he destroys sin, sickness, and death. That is why Jesus' name is name above all names, and Jesus told very clearly about Satan: the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You have no peace. You know who's working in your heart? Because Jesus comes to bring peace. Correct? No. You feel there is no life, no use, no use living. How many people say now today? No use living, even after marriage. No use living. Uh huh. You know why? Because Satan comes to kill. He comes to take away life. Jesus comes to. give life comes to give life satan comes to steal your joy how many people are not happy today have you noticed that yeah not at all happy they have everything business money driving audi yeah but they're not happy why happiness can come through who jesus and then it's destroy it destroy your peace How many homes are? How many homes? I'm sure you know this, right? How many homes are in a mess? Catholic homes. Someday, uh, sometime back, somebody put on WhatsApp some statistics. Very frightful. They say the most divorces happen among Christians. Can you believe? Most divorces happen among Christians. Five point five per thousand. Yeah, and we come to the altar of the sacrament, right? Who's putting enmity between the spouses? Satan. We never pray as couple. We never hold hands after the marriage, you know. Now we are holding pillow and sleeping. We don't make peace, you know. Ephesians four twenty six. No, let not the sun go down. on your anger make peace no i know it's difficult yeah it's difficult 
I was preaching at, I'm just preaching at Logos also at the retreat. Two sisters are there. And I was, uh, I was talking, what was my topic today? Anyway, uh, I was talking to them. I said, how nice were these two sisters? If you don't like your rector, if you don't like your provincial, if you don't like your novice master, no problem. Because she will get transferred after three years. How nice. Look at us. Who are married. You think we can get transferred? If you transferred, she will follow you. <laughs> That's why marriage is a wonderful vocation. It's a beautiful vocation to live the Christian life. And that is very, very important. So that's why Jesus said in John 8, 44, Satan is the father of lies. So in conclusion, I want to say, you see the name of Jesus is above all names. Amen. Say hallelujah. Why? Because for four reasons. He, he brought victory over sin, victory over sickness, victory over death, and victory over Satan. No other name has ever done this but the name of Jesus. Amen. Say Hallelujah. 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 Please stand. Let's raise our hands to the Lord. Let's raise our hands. Let's look to Jesus. Just look to the Lord. Keep your eyes open if you like and just look to him. What a powerful name. What a wonderful name. A name that has no rival. A name that has no equal. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. So let's raise our hands to the Lord. Just raise your hands. Just, you know, as you raise your hands and you look at Jesus, abandon your life to God. Abandon it. Throw your life into the hands of Jesus. Because Jesus came to save us. He didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we want to bless your name. We want to praise your name. Praise your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Shall we give Jesus a big clap? Amen. Name above all names. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Colin, for coming and being a blessing to all of us this evening. Thank you so much for sharing so beautifully.